And hello and welcome to the Success To Go podcast. I am your host, Christopher Tompkins, and we are super excited about today's show. We have one of my dear friends and business partners, um, Chris Wilson, on the show, and he is going to be sharing a lot of great information about his business and how he's got where he is today. Now, if you've been listening to our show before, obviously, welcome back, but if you are a new listener, uh, the, the Success To Go podcast has been all about the relationships that I have built over my many years in business. And I've come across some really amazing people that have taught me some really valuable lessons and how to take my business to the le next level, how to deal with those client stresses and customer stresses um, in a new, fresh way that gives you perspective that can help you build your business and so much more. And they're from so many different industries. I have uh, great connections within um, the healthcare industry, the motion picture industry, authors, speakers, politics, and I want to bring that all to you so that you can learn from them. Every show has a very similar format. We've got a great guest, me and the guest will talk, and we will go through 10 specific questions that touch on different aspects of their own experience and how they got to be where they are today. So, on the show today, I have a good friend of mine and also a business partner of mine, Chris Wilson. Um, Chris Wilson is a multi-award winning producer, director, cinematographer, and he has over 20 years of experience in motion picture, television, commercial, and video production. He's also the CEO and creative director at Prevail Media, a Florida-based production company that creates original video content for clients around the world. Chris Wilson, welcome to success to go Well, hello there, Chris. Thank you so much for having me on today. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. Um, it's great to speak with you in uh, a different format. We're usually, uh, you know, <laughs> talking about projects or something. So it's, yes. it's kind of cool to be talking about um, our business experience as opposed to a specific project. So I'm excited Absolutely. to get in. Absolutely. Thank you again for having me. Yeah, no problem. Um, guys, everyone, I just want to like shout, shout, give Chris a shout out. If you want to learn more about his company, Prevail Multimedia, just throw a www dot and a dot com on the end of that and you're good to go. PrevailMultimedia.com. It tells all about the services that he offers. Um, also, you got to check out his samples of his work, his reels, everything. He is absolutely fantastic. And I just, I understand you're just back from Pittsburgh, aren't you? Thank you. Yep. Yeah, we just got back. We were up in uh, Pittsburgh uh, helping out a new client, a uh, new clothing designer uh, that uh, we're going to start uh, doing some work with him and uh, had a lot of fun up there. So that was great. And then I'm um, also got a new project that we're doing for ABC. Oh, what's uh, this? A new, a new television series called uh, Disney Fairy Tale Weddings that uh, I'm directing. And that's going to be on ABC Freeform uh, starting uh, in the new year. So oh, that's awesome. Did, didn't that start off as a, a one-off? Or we did, yeah. We, okay. we did a special for the show, and uh, it did uh, did really well. And uh, we're so fortunate to have them uh, have us come back and put a whole series together. So it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's a great, uh, really positive uh, production to be a part of. And the show is just mm -hmm. uh, you know sharing that special day, wedding day for bride and groom as oh, they yeah. get married uh, at uh, some Disney park or location. So I uh, hope everybody tunes in and watches it. It's something I feel uh, very proud to be a part of. Yeah, that's a, that's a great project. I and, and it's so fun. It's it's so great because, you know, if you look at if you look through prevailmultimedia.com and you see a lot of the different projects that Chris works on, it makes me jealous 
because there are so many <laughs> different things that you get to dive into. So I'd be really interested to see how, you know, how your day and how your, um, your answers to some of these questions are going to be different than other people that we've had that have been in much less creative fields, but creative in a different way, right? <laughs> um, creative and right. um, maybe an accounting or a finance perspective or whatever. But let's just right. jump in. You know, sure. one of the things that, um, that a lot of us know, if you have been reading any business books, any business podcasts, you've been probably seeing that a lot of people say, hey, I have a morning routine. And this morning routine is what sets me up for success. And I've, I, I've, I've told everybody that's listens to the show, I have my own specific routine I do every single day that gets me ready and gets me focused. But uh, Chris, do you have one in particular? Do you have a, a general routine that you feel that you that really helps you get started off on the right foot? You know, I try. I mean, every day I try to get my day started with some exercise. I love to get, get out on my bike. Um, and, and just ride around for a half hour to an hour. Um, I find it gets the blood flowing, it clears my head, um, and, and, and just literally helps me focus better throughout the day. So I think exercise is really important uh, mm -hmm. to that. Um, when I get to mm -hmm. the office, the first thing I do is uh, go through my emails, see if anything pops up overnight. Um, we have clients from around the world, mm -hmm. from Florida to Los right. Angeles to Hong Kong, so I often receive messages throughout the night. So. First thing I do is I deal with those, uh, make sure everybody's happy, um, and then basically just check in on the status of our existing projects um, and determine what we can do on that day to move each project forward if possible. I mean, at, at any given time, uh, we have projects at various stages of pre-production, production, right. and post-production. Mm -hmm. And so I just try to make an assessment of where each stands and uh, determine you know what we can do to improve on that uh, to help get them you know meet, meeting their deadline or making them as, as, as good as they can possibly be. No, absolutely. And you know I think that uh, uh, you know a lot of people have mentioned exercise as a very important part of their day, and I can't really stress it enough. I mean, Chris and I are at an advantage because we pretty much have summer 365 days a year. <laughs> it's relentlessly cheerful every single day that we wake up. Uh, uh, so, but, um, but really having the ability to be able to just get the bl blood flowing, to clear your mind from a lot of your stresses, because I know a lot of people will just wake up, open their laptop and dive in. And I don't think your day lasts super long when you do that. Um, it, it doesn't. I mean, there's definitely <laughs> times where I wake up and I've got ideas and that's the first thing I need to do. Right? Mm -hmm, uh, you of course. Know, you, you, your mind's been spinning on different things throughout the, the night. You wake up and I've got to write those all down. But, you know, that I, I can't expect that to happen every day. So really, it, it makes more sense for me to clear my head, get ready for the day, you know, and uh, and, and with exercise, so absolutely, I, I suggest it to everybody. If, if you can find time in your day, find the space to do it, even 10, 15 minutes a day will make a difference. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree with you. You know, when you were talking about going through your day and, and you know, kind of going through and prioritizing and this, that, and the other, is there a certain business tool or just a tool in general that you really can't have a, a good day without or a tool that you can't live without? Well, I mean, for what we do, we do mostly video, right? So mm -hmm. for me, you know, I, I, I love Vimeo. We, we put a lot of video right, up right. there. Our clients can look at um, video, so I can <clears throat> post our videos any time of the day, get their notes. Mm -hmm. um, they share it with everybody within their company, so we get a lot of different uh, suggestions, inputs, comments. 
Um, so to me, that's, uh, you know, we, and then at the same, we use Vimeo to track the response uh, once the video goes live, because we, we post a lot of our videos through that um, on websites and whatnot. So that gives us a, a really good indication of whether or not it's, it's getting the response we're looking for. So to me, Vimeo is, is just a, an essential for what we do um, to, for our clients and also for our audience. Now, one of the, I think, probably some people out there list, uh, listening are thinking, you know, uh, maybe they're not as familiar with Vimeo as, as you and I are. Um, it's, 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 it's YouTube adjacent, I would guess I would say. Yeah. Um, and why, why do you feel that it's a better collaboration tool with you and your clients at, um, over YouTube? I don't know. I just think it's more designed for business for, for you know, mm -hmm. it, 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 there's a lot of different settings, um, information that it provides, tracking reports. Um, there's just different things that I think are more designed for the video professional and for people that are dealing with, you know, video on, on a professional right. level. Now, YouTube is fantastic. We have videos on YouTube as well, and we use mm -hmm. YouTube uh, extensively. But uh, to me, for, for, for business sake, I found that uh, Vimeo seems to be better suited for our needs. Yeah, and I and I have to agree with you, Chris, because uh, you know uh, so we do. Uh, Chris and I do video projects. So I, I do it with the Go Agency and Chris with Prevail. Um, we 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 partner up on a lot of different projects, and I haven't really used Vimeo a lot myself. And just seeing the capabilities that you can have in terms of, I don't want to say guiding the information the right direction until you're ready to put it into another direction. But I do feel that it gives you more control. So if you're out there and you really want to try uh, to use video and you want to collaborate with it internally, it's a really good tool because there's lots of different privacy functions that you can put onto it. So you can kind of, you know, show it to the people that you want to show it to when you want to show it to them. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and that, that's just essential in what we do. Absolutely. Yeah. So now we have the tool, you know, I know that you get to travel a lot because you're on locations and you know obviously with the upcoming Disney weddings this is this is something where you're going to be getting to go to lots of different Disney locations. Um, do you what's your ideal of work-life balance? Because you do have so much travel built into it and you do I know you have a family like wh how do you keep it in balance? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I, I'm sure if you ask my family, they're going to tell you that uh, a life work balance does not exist in my life. But uh, I've, I've got a fourth grader that we're raising, and among all of her extracurricular activities in school, it, it, it certainly becomes a challenge. I mean, there's no doubt about it. But you know, I've I find that you have to find the hours of the day that that make the most sense uh, to get done what you need to get done. You know, mm -hmm. I. I the key for me is to know my schedule. You know, know, know when I can do what I need to get done. Sometimes it means I got to get up at five o'clock in the morning to take care of a script or to write something so that mm -hmm. I can get, you know, help get my daughter off to school. Other times it means that I got to work between ten and midnight uh, on an edit. You know, so it varies. Right. But at the core of it is just knowing what my family and uh, those responsibilities are mm -hmm. so that I can then find ways to, of course, work throughout the day as, as everybody right, else does. Right, right. But with mm -hmm. what I do, uh, there's, you know, there's sometimes creative inspiration as well that comes up early in the morning or at night or we need to work excessive hours because we've got deadlines. And that's how I find balance knowing what's going on in my family schedule, my family life, so mm -hmm. that I can try and fit the work schedule, you know, into that to make it all work. Um, 
with balance if, if, if possible. Now, uh, that's a, it made me think of an interesting uh, kind of question. I've asked this before as well. You know, what, um, is there a time of day where you feel that you really kill it? Like, are you, because I've, I've talked to people that they, I mean, uh, honestly, they're saying, okay, we're night owls. So we work until 12 and to 3, and then we crash until about 11 a.m., and then we start our day from, you know, those, those different hours. And I know other people that are just killing it in the morning. Do you have any sort of time where you feel like you really thrive? If you have, like, completely, you could do whatever you want, you can schedule however you want, where do you feel that you really kill it? You know, I, I think the morning is probably the time for me. My, for some reason, my mind seems to be the most fertile. Um, I, I, I just come up with ideas better. I can write better. So, I mean, there's, there's many times where I will get up. Um, and not often, sometimes in the middle of the night with ideas, but usually right. if I can get up around 5, 5.30 in the morning, the house is quiet, everybody else is asleep, mm -hmm. and uh, for some reason my mind just seems to uh, be able to uh, function uh, the clearest at that time. Yeah, and I've, I've found with a lot of people that um, deal with lots of heavy data, so dealing with website designers and that type, um, a lot of those types of uh, people and those professionals like to work overnight just based on the fact that they, um, you know, uh, they, they, they just don't need to be bothered. They don't need all of the extra, you know, the calls and the emails that you'll get from a client from time to time. Right. And that's tough, right? I mean, mm -hmm. when you're anybody, regardless of what you're doing, there's distractions throughout the day without question. You know, you, you, you could be focused on something that's, the priority this minute next thing you know you get an email that comes in and now you've got to shift gears really quickly so um i think the lack of <laughs> distraction <laughs> is probably uh, an important element in, in the mornings being a good time for me as well yeah it's 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 funny i was i was what was i reading i was reading some book i can't remember who it was by and uh they were saying you know every single day take turn off your emails for three three hours just choose a three-hour block and just turn off your emails and do something creative. And I'm like, what, like bake a cake? Like I have this kind of time <laughs> to like turn off my emails? Right. I, I mean, I've tried it a couple times myself. I, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just too much of a control freak to do but, it. You know, I agree with that to some extent. I mean, I don't have that time to do that. But I know that there's certainly times where I'll get caught up on something creatively or I just I won't have the direction or I've, I've got the idea, but, you know, I'm writing a script or I'm working on an edit and sometimes I just need to walk away, right? I just got to right. get away right. from what I'm doing, even if it's for 15 minutes or it could be, you know, a few hours to just let whatever's going on in the subconscious, you know, just kind of process. Mm -hmm. And then when I come back, it's almost I'm not saying looking at it with fresh eyes, but you're, you, you get a different perspective on it. So I, mm -hmm. you know, I, I certainly see the benefit in that, you know, and, and it would imagine it works outside of the creative world as well for many others oh yeah yeah I, I, I can definitely see the the value in it sometimes I ha I've, I've struggle to utilize it it's just like you know I know that I need to be I, I need to hit that treadmill 45 minutes but you know I got 20 <laughs> you know I got 20 today um, right. okay how about um, some keys to uh, keys to success and I think this is kind of such an open-ended question it's you know what three things do you feel make you most successful? Well, you know, I think there's a lot of things that I, you know, could attribute uh, some of my success to, but I think, you know, and those that maybe are relevant to others, I think 
you know, first and foremost, you have to understand your client or your customer's needs. You know, what is mm -hmm. it that they seek? You, mm -hmm. you need to fully understand what they want to accomplish. If it's a client, are they looking to help identify their brand among their competition? Do they need, you know, lead generation, direct sales? Are they, are they looking to book new appointments? You know, whatever the case is, you have to fully understand what is their ultimate goal, right? So and once you have that, then second, you have to be able to create and design, manufacture, whatever the case is for whatever your business, the most effective product that will help them reach that goal. Mm -hmm. um, we, we spend a lot of time researching um, you know, uh, information for our clients and looking right. at competition so that whatever the content is that we put together, we believe is going to be the most effective at, at, at achieving whatever it is that they're, they're hoping to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And then I think third, you have to have a really effective mode to deliver your product or, or message, right? I mean, right. if you're a retail store, it's all about location, location, location. Um, but I think that also translates a lot into what we do because, mm -hmm. you know, we seek the most affordable method to reach the most eyes possible for our content. Um, and so, you know, we're looking for the best location. In some cases, that's television. In others, it's online. Um, and, and, you know, really, over the past few years, we've been able to create tremendous success for our clients through social media advertising as, as you mm -hmm. and I have come together right. to do stuff mm -hmm. and witness the power of that. So, um, so that's been a big focus for us lately is, mm -hmm. is really helping uh, companies, you know, get the attention they deserve or that they require um, through all the clutter. Because there's so much noise oh, yeah. out there. We're, regardless of where it is, whether it's television, whether it's online, you have to have a, you know something that's unique or something that gets um, people interested. Mm -hmm. um, and um, so that's to me, you know, if you put those three things together, I think you can have success. But if if any of them falters, then you, you know your your chance for success diminishes. If you don't have the right method of delivery, mm -hmm. you're not going to get to your customer. If you don't have the right content. It's not going to catch their attention, and certainly if you don't know what you're trying to accomplish, then the whole thing, you know, <laughs> is never going to come to life. So, no, I know, so. absolutely. Uh, we're talking to, uh, with Chris Wilson from PrevailMultimedia.com. Uh, you know, it's really funny. It's one of the things that I think when I do any consulting at the Go Agency, uh, you can learn more about the Go Agency, the GoAgencyUSA.com. You know, what I see with the um, businesses, because they come from, they could be a local business, a national business, I could do something international over Skype, <laughs> you know, whatever. It's that the common thing is they're not exactly sure what they want to achieve. And, right. I, and, you know, one of the things that I feel that I'm skilled at, and I know that you're skilled at, Chris, is being able to pull out what they actually want. Because I know when a client comes into the Go Agency, or even pr to prevail, they might want something completely different than they actually need. Right. And it really is understanding what their needs are because like you said, with the three keys to success, if the client thinks that they need this to be successful and then that's not successful to the measurements that they're after, then it's a, it's a pretty confusing project all in all. So being able to uncover what they're, what, they, what do you really want out of this project right well i mean look at the end everybody wants more business i would imagine right yes so that's but but as you're suggesting a lot of people don't understand what it's going to take what direction yeah, uh they course. need to go down mm -hmm. to get that um it's 
you know, you can look at your competition sometimes and say, hey, that seems to be working for them. Right. But not mm-hmm. every time does it apply to, to your business. So I think it, you know, where, where we come in, um, mm-hmm. you know, you know, as, as creatives, as experts in what we do is, is making that assessment of what is, you know, we know you want to build your business, but what is it that makes you unique? What makes you stand out? And how can we best represent that to your audience and to the public? And, um, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's not just a one message. Sometimes it's a combination of messages, right? It's course, not just yeah. we're going to put together one video and, and that's going to do everything for you. No, the first video was going to introduce who you are. The next video maybe is going to tell a little bit more detail about what you do. The next video is going to mm. establish trust that you have built with your other customers or clients, you know. And so, yeah, you know, we really have to kind of look at each uh, project, each client, mm-hmm. and we do, I believe, on an individual basis to help them determine uh, this is the path that we think is going to be the most successful for your business. And I agree. And I think, Chris, this is a really, this is, a, you and your team are really highly skilled at this. And, you know, because I, I know a lot of businesses out there, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you are a small, medium, or large. Uh, video is a scary medium to get into. Uh, and people think it could be cost. It could be the look of it. It could be, I don't want to be in front of the camera. Do I have to be the spokesperson? Um, what are we going to actually say? What do we have to talk about? And Prevail Multimedia and Chris Wilson and his team are super duper skilled at being able to pull that together for you in lots of different ways with lots of different options. So definitely check out prevailmultimedia.com. Um, just talking well, with, about, yeah, I'm with, sorry, with go ahead. that said, I'm sorry to interrupt. But go let, for it, me, go for let it. Me say, thank you for saying that. Let me say mm-hmm. what I believe um, our strength is, is that we, you know, we have a unique combination. Our backgrounds mm-hmm. for, for my team is we come from commercial and marketing and direct response. Uh, exactly. is where a lot of us got our start. So we know how to sell products and sell ideas. But we also have uh, a background in storytelling, in, in, in television. And I've worked on uh, – I was fortunate enough to have a, a, a very successful career in Los Angeles doing reality television for a number of years, which I continue to, to do. And we work with people on a regular basis that have never been in front of a camera, have never had – you know, and are very uncomfortable and awkward about it. And it's our job. To ease that tension and to make them come across very natural because um, everybody when they first get a camera s- pointing in their face I don't care who you are is gonna exactly. be a little bit standoffish and mm-hmm. so I think our uh, the combination of those two um, from what I've seen has, has really been uh, a part of the success we've been able to generate for our clients is merging that hey we're gonna get your message across but we're gonna do it in a really natural um, organic way if possible so that people don't feel like you're trying to sell them on something you're just really telling them a story that's mm-hmm. really positive about your company and about your brand and when people get those messages uh, delivered to them I find that they're typically uh, respond better to them and it becomes uh, more positive for for the client you know and for absolutely. their product that they're trying to sell mm-hmm. absolutely I couldn't agree with you more um, now, one of the questions I usually ask is kind of an open-ended question, which is, you know, who are your top three most trusted advisors? Um, and it, everyone has a different way of approaching this question. Um, I was uh, wondering from your standpoint, Chris, is there an, anybody that you've ever kind of looked up to or their career 
that you've kind of learned from as you've been building Prevail Multimedia that you thought, wow, this is, uh, these are some great things that I, that I can learn from and, uh, you know, grow from? You know, I, I, it's, let me say, yes, there's been, uh, I've been so fortunate, so blessed over the years to be involved with um, some very successful people in my industry. And, and, mm-hmm. and I study their actions and I, and I watch what they do um, and, and see what's led to their success and see what mm-hmm. it takes to be successful because it's, it's not the same for everybody, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but for, for what we do um, for in, in our in video production yeah. and commercial production mm-hmm. world, it's an extremely collaborative environment. And so everybody that's um, on my team or involved has a voice in what we do. It's, mm-hmm. it's important to me that, that when I'm on set, that I look to everyone, not, not every person's voice, but I, I'm open to everybody's input on what we're trying to create. Now, that comes from the client all the way down to production assistants, mm-hmm. you know, for their opinion, because it, I can see things in a certain way, but I want the perspective of others, of you know, to know mm-hmm. how do they see what we're trying to put together. What does this visual mean to you? What does that statement, how do you respond to that statement? And, um, you know, ultimately it's the client's decision, yeah, mm-hmm. right? But, but the input from everyone involved in the project, from my cinematographers to, you know, my editors to anybody that, that to the actresses, to, you know, whoever it is, is really, really important to me mm-hmm. to build that success. You know, it's, it's, it's all part of the team. You know, but let me say, mm-hmm. with that said, I think that just in general business advice, um, you know, the key for anybody is, is to know who to go to for what, yep. right? Like mm-hmm. one friend might offer a perspective that your family member would never consider. And, you know, likewise, your mom is going to know things about you that only she can help out. With. Right. So I think the key is to know who to go to for what, because without question, if you ask the wrong person, chances are good that you're going to get the wrong answer. Totally. And, you know, and, and I think <clears throat> I've had that happen mm-hmm. to me. You know, I've learned from that in the past where it's like, although I trusted certain people with certain things, they, they didn't come from the per right perspective to provide the advice I needed on other things. So, you know, and, and look, trial and error, that's the way you do it. Mm-hmm. You understand, you know, people's perspective, the more you inquire and, and, and engage them on what you're doing. Um, but to me, I think that that's an important thing is whoever mm-hmm. you go to, mm-hmm. make sure they are the, you're the right source for the information um, or the education that you need. Yeah, and I think you bring up the great point of perspective, and I think that's something that a lot of people end up losing the, the closer they get to their business as they begin to grow it. Uh, I think a lot of people start putting blinders on to perspective and, and stop thinking that they need to get outside advice because maybe they've had a couple wins, they've had a couple successes, they've got a couple hot referrals. And I really do feel that you have to constantly get these fresh perspectives from your employees, from the, your partners, from uh, you know your your family, you know everyone offers something for your game and your hustle. It's it it's just finding out who to go for what, like you said, you know because, yep. but there's so many people out there that won't do that, that think that hey, you know what, no no no. For example, for me, if I I would be like hey, I know the social media game, like get off get off my back, like this is my game. It's I could never say that because it's a constant, constantly evolving world, and we every and everyone's changing inside of that world. 
So, you know, I think perspective is something that's very key for a lot of business owners and uh, marketers, salespeople, just to keep in mind as they keep growing their businesses. Now, Chris, what makes you feel successful? What makes you feel like you've won in, well, a, in a project or a scenario, whatever? I mean, I think in what we do, the response to our content is the best indicator of success to me. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. we, we create content for audiences. Right. So there's, a, there's much time and effort and emotion that's poured into everything that we do. We're mm -hmm. very passionate about our craft. It's our art form, and we strive to create the best uh, product possible, um, certainly for our clients, but also for ourselves. But mm -hmm. at, at the end of the day, it's you know making the client happy and ourselves happy isn't enough. You know, it, it needs to generate the response we seek uh, w with our audience. You know, mm -hmm. did they pick up the phone um, and make an appointment? Did they go online and buy the product? Um, did they watch the TV show among millions of other people? Mm -hmm. um, you know, when we get those type of numbers, uh, you know, the positive numbers, that's success to me. You know, mm -hmm. that's, um, and when we reach, you know, that goal, I think uh, we're all successful. You know, we all benefit from it. So mm -hmm. that's how I gauge success. What, what, and, 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 mm -hmm. and part to that, let me say also, is sure. that mm -hmm. the, the importance of testing, because you're going to put something yeah. out there that maybe, you know, the, the first pass doesn't get the response you got. And, and if that was the case, then nothing would ever get accomplished right if, if everybody just walked away from the project so i think you have mm -hmm. to really understand that when, when we put an ad out or you know in some cases even a show i mean i've seen mm -hmm. i've been a part of television shows where the first episode to the 20th episode were two different things you of know course, it just yeah. evolves mm -hmm. you have to see what what where people gravitate towards and so that's a really important part of any um serious campaign or any project is we're going to put this out this is what we believe is going to be the most effective but we're also going to monitor the numbers and see what happens and find ways to improve on this so that we do get the absolute best um, feedback and response possible from what we're trying to accomplish. And I think that's, you know, that's so well said because that, that, that really is how I know working with you um, and, you know, in the rest of your team. You know, it's, it really is trying to create that, I hate saying triple threat because it does sound negative, but it, a win-win-win, a win for a win for us, a win for the client, and a win for their audience. You know, I think that by doing that, you're really finding out what that secret sauce is and then taking it and amping it up with all of the extra testing. And I, it, it's just, it, it makes me excited to even talk about it just because I've seen it work. And yeah. I, I think that it really does make you feel great. You know, well, it's just, a good feeling. As, and, and also to that, Chris, just as important it is, as it is to know what works, is, a, is important to know what doesn't work. Right. Oh, I mean, absolutely. There's, there's been yeah. a number of things, number, you know, and what we've done, a number of campaigns that we've put out that, I, I, you know, I've put it together and, and maybe it didn't work initially. So we kind of watched it and figured out what is the reason, you know, what are the things, the elements that this has that the others don't have that we can say, this is why the response is so poor on this. Right. Um, so as soon as we discover, you know, what people don't want you know it helps us better understand what people do want mm -hmm. and so um i think it's you know it's all part of the getting to the, the best possible response yeah absolutely yeah i mean testing in a business scenario is so is so important uh and i really do feel that i think a lot of people set out whether it be a marketer whoever generally it's marketers or, or salespeople. 
for a business or entrepreneur, um, they want to get to the result without the process. And the process does involve A-B testing, split testing, all of those fun tools that marketers use. And they really do help amp up your results. Now, you know, I'm just saying one thing that I've seen um, in other businesses that kind of screws up their success rate. Have you seen something like, you know, in your industry or just, you know, adjacent to your industry that really hinders people's success? You know, to me, l let me say what I think leads to success, and okay. that will maybe answer to that. You know, all right, I think, all right, yeah. I, th I think your team is your success, yeah. period, right? I was, I freelanced uh, for a, a big part of my career, and I hopped from project to project, um, meaning we would do, you know, this video or this TV show, mm -hmm. and then we move on to that TV show. Um, and in many cases, we'd show up, we'd do our job, and then I wouldn't see that group of people until the next time we happened to land on the same job three right. or four months later, right? And mm -hmm. in some cases, hey, that works. You know, mm -hmm. that, that, that can work out if you're there just for a day. But in other cases, I've worked on uh, projects where we've been with the same crew week after week after week and really developed a camaraderie, uh, you know, a friendship, a, right. um, a, mm -hmm. a, a, an understanding of one another, and um, – from that experience, I can tell you this, that on the television shows that I've been a part of, mm -hmm. where the whole team really got along and everybody loved to be there and we all worked really well, the show was a massive success. Mm -hmm. on, the, on, the, on the projects where we had, you know, for whatever reason, problems among uh, the crew or creative or whatever the case may be, it, it, it wasn't. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, always look on and say it's vital that I have the right people around me to be successful because I understand how important that is to the finished product. Mm -hmm. And so when I look at other businesses that maybe don't have the right people in the right positions, and I see it all the time. Oh, right. when, mm -hmm. I'm, when I'm out and when I'm out among the world, I mean, whether I'm at a restaurant or whatever, I see people that are just, for whatever reason, not doing the most they can do for the company. That's your weakest link. That's what, you know, mm -hmm. so you have to find the people, you have to put the right people in those positions and make sure they want to be there. Treat them right. Because when somebody wants to be at your job and at their job and they, they're going to give everything they can to it. They're mm -hmm. going to give over 100% because they don't want to mess a, a good thing, right? They want, mm -hmm. they want things to, to maintain good. But, you know, at the end of the day, we all just want to be happy. We want to have a happy job, a happy life. Nobody wants to go to work that they hate. So if you can find a way that you know instills a positive attitude into your employees, um, to me that's that's uh, the best thing you can do for your business and for your customers. Now, I, I completely agree with you, Chris. And and to add another different angle into this, and something that I've seen is that when there's someone that isn't a good fit within your team, and you start to see that you can't develop that person further and they are starting to infect your team, taking a fast action is a really important way of keeping your team together. Because I've seen, you know, in, in our company and other companies, people that would stay around and it's kind of, you're thinking, okay, things are gonna get better. Things are gonna get better. Things aren't, they're, oh, they're not getting better. They're getting worse. Okay, shoot, <laughs> where am I at now? And, right. it, and it has such a knock-on effect. So being able to identify the people that are high performers or the people that are unengaged is really important as well because it, it helps you, uh, you know, just foster the right 
amount of team spirit uh, because I think that a, a good cohesive team, it, I mean, I had an interview, uh, geez, um, I don't know, about a week or so ago um, with um, someone from a large publishing company and what um, she was saying to me was that she was saying that you should always hire people that are smarter than you. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, and the, my first thought was, what it was like, what? Well, they're going to threaten my intelligence, you know? <laughs> like, no one's smarter than me. But right. but then it's a, it's really smart, right? You know, having people that are surrounded by you're surrounded by people that you can learn from as well as work with. Uh, I think I mean I, I'm right with you on that in terms of you can't team. create success if you're surrounded by unsuccessful people. Mm -hmm. You can't. I mean, it just it can't happen. And I think another thing too to to about that is whenever mm -hmm. I'm interviewing people, you know, I always ask them, you know, what's your ultimate goal? What do you want to do? Because mm -hmm. I I started my career as a production assistant, and I was fortunate enough to work up the ladder, and I did everybody's positions. So I got to the point where I was directing national television shows, which is where I wanted to be at that point in my career. And um, when I when I meet with other people, they may be at a different stage of their career, but that's not where they want to be. So I want to know what is it that you really want to accomplish? What right. is it that you aspire to do with within our industry? And mm -hmm. if they're where they're at and they're happy, fantastic. But if they have other things they want to do, then I try and find ways to give them chances to do those things and mm -hmm. have that input because then it encourages them to want to be more involved in what we're doing they feel more a part of the success of the company and more a part of uh you know the overall um accomplishments that, that we're putting together you know nobody mm -hmm. wants to be held down if they're sitting yep. there dreaming of doing something else so mm -hmm. um, that's not to say if somebody says hey i want to do what you're doing and tomorrow they're you know in my position but it is to say i want to encourage people to uh you know, to, to, to pursue their dreams within, you know, my company and within what the opportunities that we can provide for them, because I know that it's just going to, in the end, be very positive for, for me and for the clients and all around. So. No, and it's it, 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 this, right, what Chris just said right there is 100% true. And I have seen it. I've seen it in other companies. And when you and when you empower your employees, the ones that, of course, that want to be empowered, because some people just like to do the what's on their task list. But anyone that wants to go above and beyond and then you help them go above and beyond. It's it's such a gratifying feeling. And it's one of the reasons why when owning a business and being a CEO <laughs> is really gratifying and it makes you feel wonderful. And also, I mean, come on, you're creating so much. Uh, you know, success for that other person. It's just really, really important. Now, if you think, well, well, well with the, if I can, I just inject like that. One yeah, sure. Thing you have to understand too, Chris, is that with what you just said, you know, as a business owner, it's not, you know, yes, it's your job to to build your business and to make money and to satisfy your customers, but it's also your job to make sure that your employees are really happy and that you're helping groom them to mm -hmm. be the next generation. Mm -hmm. You know, Absolutely. giving them that opportunity. So I think, you know, when you when you look at it from that perspective, you know, we all want a team of, 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 of people at our level are better working mm -hmm. with us and for us. And the only way that can happen is by empowering others to do, you know, more than what, you know, maybe their title or whatever it is that they're right. specifically hired to do. Because mm -hmm. then you can really see who stands out and who shines. Um, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. You know, it's uh, – in, in – my 
one of the reasons why I wanted to start my own business was I didn't believe that the people around me, I think the people around me were highly skilled, but were, be treat, were treated poorly. So no one was fully developed. So if I could start a company where everyone I could help and they could help me, it just sounds like a great positive environment. And in the eight years that we've been doing the Go Agency, it really has. It's, it's grown into something where it's like a nice, it's a good, solid family where we have new family members coming and going all the time. So, I, I, I mean, I completely understand where you're coming from on it. Now, if you could give one piece of advice to anyone listening to this um, in terms of success, in terms of business, in terms of marketing, sales, whatever, what one piece of advice could you share with the audience? You know, um, I think, you know, I, I think a key thing to understand is, you know, we, we realize that everybody has a budget that they need to work within. Um, okay. Yeah. And, but, you know, I, I always say, be careful, you know, when you start cutting corners, you know, some, some of the projects we're fortunate enough to be involved mm. in spare no expense and it's do whatever we need to do to make it great. You know, where others try to make a blockbuster movie on a student, you know, film budget, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah. you know, but I, I say, you know, once, once you start cutting too many corners on something, mm -hmm. then a project has nothing left to lean on. You know, and mm -hmm. then it just rolls around and becomes nothing. So you know, if you have the right team with the right ideas, do whatever you can to not cut corners. Trust trust the people that you've hired. But if you find yourself in a position where, hey, we've got to cut this, we've got to cut that, just, just be very selective on where you cut. And always make sure that you leave enough uh, to lean on to demonstrate the strength of your product or your mm -hmm. service. Because... Um, un unfortunately, there's just been times where we get put in a position where we don't have much to work with. <laughs> you right, know? of course, and, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and as a result, you know, the, uh, the, the response suffers because of that. There's only so much anybody can, can come up with, right? And, of course, and, yeah. And, and unfortunately, it, it, everything requires time and man hours and creative and, and whatnot for what we do. And so I would say to any business, because I think it relates, just, just be very cautious about where you know be selective in where you spend your money and mm -hmm. also be very selective in where you don't spend your money and make sure that it doesn't impact your business in a negative way because what i've seen in the past is somebody may cut you know this that or the other to save a few bucks here but then it stretches out their mm -hmm. you know their potential for success for months upon months longer mm -hmm. than it should have if they ever get there you know in the first place so yeah no, i know i and i i completely agree again with you Chris you know I've seen companies that um, they've you know they're like okay what we're gonna do is we're going to downsize our staff we're gonna get rid of a few people and you know what we're gonna save that money we're gonna save that money in wages and then healthcare and 401k or whatever and we're going to put that back into the business well now every single one of those employees are going to be stretched so much further and yeah. It's it's one of those things where you know you're you're cutting your nose off to spite your face. Like it's it, it, there's certain places, and I agree with you a, a lot in terms of I think a lot of people make cuts in things that they don't understand, and I think people overspend in some things where they don't understand it fully. Like they'll go mm -hmm. to a oh my god, what do I get all the time? All the time, someone coming back from some inspirational marketing summit. Um, okay, I, I, okay, if anyone wants to hire me for one of those, okay, great, I, you know, I'm open. But, you know, they, the people will come back, um, the marketing managers will come back and they're like, oh my God, my CEO just saw this speech on, 
on Google AdWords. We want to spend $10,000 on Google AdWords a month now. Okay, cool. Um, what do you want to do with that? No, 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 just no, no. I, I want $10,000 worth of AdWords. Right. And it's like, oh my God. If you would just figure out what that was, what you were, how you're going to measure it. There's so many different aspects that go into um, a new initiative or an existing initiative that you really have to look at it in the minutia of it sometimes. Yeah. And just saying, um, just throwing money at something or, well, I don't have a budget for that. Well, then don't do it. <laughs> don't yeah. do it. If you don't have the money, don't do it. You know, uh, come back when you do. I, I mean, I, I hate to be as callous as that, but sometimes it is like that. Yeah. Be because then when you're cutting so many corners, people don't the, – your, your clients stop seeing value. Cause I and, that's, and that's important. Image, image is. is so vital, you know. And uh, you know, I think that's something that a lot of people maybe you know, miss on is how important yeah. your image is. Um, and and people, you know, are savvy. They understand. <laughs> you know, they, they see so much. So, you know, some cases, you know, it, it, it makes sense to shoot something that looks like it was shot by some kid with his cell phone. In other cases, it makes sense to shoot something that's uh, shot like a, a big you know Hollywood movie but mm -hmm. you know don't try and accomplish one thing on the budget or the approach of the other you know of course. so that's that, I think that's you know mm -hmm. a message that I think a lot of people could benefit from yeah I I, I, I agree with you uh, I, yeah. I, I've seen it a lot and um, you know and especially I think me personally um, when it comes to people's branding and when it comes to your image and, uh, you know, I'm talking to people, I'm consulting almost every single day with business owners on their marketing strategy and, you know, how to keep their branding consistent, not using 75 different logos across all the different mediums that you're using and that kind of thing. But when it comes to something as visual as video, it's also evokes emotion. So if you like Chris's Chris's point, you know, if you need to spend a couple extra bucks to really land it really land that emotion and get that full impact it's so worth doing it and it and and also here's a piece of advice just for anyone who cares to hear it when someone such as chris gives you the advice listen to him he's a professional he knows what he's doing <laughs> you're going to him you're going to spend money you're going to go into exchange of capital you are using this person as a trusted advisor make sure that you trust their advising. <laughs> well, we, we want success, right? Your, of course, as yeah. Clients, we, you know, we don't. Their success is our success. So mm -hmm. whatever approach that we come up with or that we, you know, um, mm -hmm. suggest is so that we can help you build your business and exactly. build your name and mm -hmm. build your brand or whatever it is that we're a part of, right? And so we, we, it's not just. You know, kind of to your point, it's not just about the money because, mm -hmm. you know, if, if I create a really successful video or project for your company, my hope is that we're going to be able to do that for you again and again and again. It's not a, hey, yeah. I'm going to do this once for you and get out of here, you know. Um, mm -hmm. So I think that, yes, absolutely. Um, if, if, you know, if we're fortunate enough that people come to us to, to ask for our advice, um, trust that, you know, it's based on years of experience mm -hmm. and, and trial and error. Uh, the, the approach that we come up with and, and not just on, you know, the bottom line. Exactly. And I think a lot of, I think a lot of the things that, um, w that we come up and uh, speaking for myself, 
in my industry, uh, you know, in just dealing with the, the social media side of things and the pay-per-click and the SEO and all that kind of goodies, is that um, there's a lot of people out there that aren't specialists and shouldn't be trusted, and <laughs> they tend to undercut prices, and you kind of get what you pay for. So when we get to that person, they are a little bit hurt, a little. They have their antenna up, and they're looking at us very yeah. closely. But, you know, having the – for any business owner out there that wants to combat this type of feeling uh, in a customer or a client, what I suggest is be as authentic as you freaking can. The, how, if you are authentic and you are you, not you on stage you, but just you, and you care and you listen and you try to help, I'm telling you, you will win that client. They will be a client for, of yours for a long time because people like doing business with people that they like. It's yeah. it, it's just true. And um, so, but there was there was you know with that yeah. a little come up. There was yeah many many years early on in my career where I'd walk into meetings you know for a, a show or a project or whatever, mm -hmm. and I'd reserve a lot of my ideas and be like, well, I'll give them my ideas once I get the you know get the project or right, whatever. Right. Um, I noticed a big transition in my career when I changed that approach. Mm -hmm. When I when I went into meetings, and I and, and and we discussed it, and I just said, "Hey, I'd like to shoot it this way. I'd like to do it that way. Let's we could do it this, that, or the other." You know, it, it showed them right there within the moment. You know what I really had to offer, right? Mm, you exactly. only get one mm -hmm. chance to kind of make that first impression, right? Mm -hmm. And so, I think it's really important to, you know. Let people understand what you are bringing to the table in that short time that you have to introduce yourself and your company. You Agreed. Know? Here's how mm -hmm. I see what we can do for you. And even if it's not the right idea right right there, maybe you're going to go in a different direction or whatever. At the very least, I think it, it gives people an indication that you're somebody that is, is um, motivated to help their business, to help their brand mm -hmm. um, enough to come up with ideas in the moment. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, I think you absolutely need to share what you have and be honest and be real with people. And, and, and don't be afraid that somebody's going to steal your ideas or somebody's going to – no. Ugh. Give them what you have. Let them see what you have to offer because if you can come up with it, chances are you can execute it. And I think that's what um, I find when I talk to people and hire people, and I, I would hope that other people see the same in us. Yeah, I, I, I love that because one of the things that I had to learn when I was going through was was I was afraid of showing my hand, so to speak. And, you know, going into a pitch meeting for a large client and they wanted to see all of our client roster and they wanted to see this, that, and the other. And I was very proud of everything. But at the same time, I didn't want to – should we be talking about who we do business with? And should I talk about the numbers that I got for these clients? And da-da-da-da. You know what? I've learned. I'm. I right now. I would say pitch meetings. I'm. <laughs> I love them so much because I get really into it. Because I love the idea of coming up with ideas on the spot. I love brainstorming. I don't get to do it very often. Right. So, um, but I've had to teach myself to dial it back a little bit because I get so excited that I sometimes I will confuse a potential client with too many ideas <laughs> for um for their success, but. This is something that, like, you know, when you're out there, let them know who you are, what you can do for them, and then fine-tune that. 
authenticity. So, you know, into how uh, the reason I'm saying it is so you can, so the client can digest it. Because if you're in, I'm in a technical field, Chris is in a technical field. Um, if we go in there and we just start shooting off lingo, our clients, they're coming to us to do the lingo. <laughs> you know, it's not, they don't want to learn the lingo. Yeah. So um, it's, it's good. To, it's also good to be able to speak to the language to, of your client. Now, I would say, Chris, this is, a, this is something that I love asking everybody just because I always want to think about what's next in terms of a business. Because you have a successful business. You have great projects coming up, big, high-profile projects coming up with Disney um, and lots of others. You know, if there's one thing that you could change about your business so uh, today for, or in the future, what would it be? <laughs> Yeah, I know. You know, I, I, I think <laughs> I would have to say, you know, finding ways to promote ourselves more. Of course, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we spend a lot of time promoting others, mm -hmm. and uh, we generate good results for them, and much of our business comes, uh, fortunately, from word of mouth. Um, but when I see the results that we create for others mm -hmm. with our campaigns, um, I, I'd like to have more time to do the same for our business, you know? I of mean, course. I, I think yeah. – you know, you have to do whatever you can to get the word out about your business as much as possible. And, uh, you know, fortunately, we're at a point where, you know, word travels and, and, and you know, that's that's how a lot of people find us um, based on, you know, the, 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 the positive um, mm -hmm. uh, experience other people have had with us and, and the positive experience we've been able to, to create mm -hmm. for them. But I think as, you know, as we move into 2018, um, I, I, I hope to spend more time sharing um, what we do with others. Mm -hmm. I know that's, uh, you, know, you know, obviously through social media and through mm -hmm. just other marketing efforts. But uh, to me, that's, that's one thing that uh, I really hope that we can uh, put more time and effort into. <laughs> to really, you know, just because what we do benefits people in such a positive way. You know, right. there's just something really mm -hmm. good about um, seeing people's eyes light up when they see the results we've helped create for them. And, you know, mm -hmm. to me, it's just, uh, Hey, if that's what we're capable of doing, then let's, let's help as many people as we can with, with that. Yeah. See, I, 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 I kind of feel the same way, you know, it's, it's, it's like the shoemakers, uh, kids don't have any shoes. <laughs> it's, you know, um, we're, and when you offer, I find when you're when you're scaling your business, you're offering a high quality product, service, whatever. You you're very involved, you know, um, and how things go, and how and in ensuring quality and all of this, that, and the other. And as you get bigger, uh, larger, this is this is something that continues to go on. Um, but it's just getting that time out of your schedule to focus on yourself. It's the same thing that I I found. Um, I was uh, what was I reading? I think it was Ariana Huffington's book, um, and she was talking about how she was just go, 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 go. And then all of a sudden, it was just like, boom, <laughs> she stopped. Um, right. Her health declined. There's so many different things that she had to change. And then she had to start making time for herself. And I think a lot of people need to make time for their own businesses as well. I think that's a great outlook. Um, you know, a lot of people were focusing on like, hey, you know, want to be a millionaire or want to be a billionaire now, right? Millionaire doesn't mean anything, I guess. <laughs> um, and uh, and so on and so forth. But it, it's kind of like, you know, well, there's times where you have to go internally and you have to try to take a look at yourself and how you're going to get yourself out there more. But I want everyone to check out Chris's website. It's prevailmultimedia.com. 
He's got tons of stuff on there, um, show reels, all kinds of clips. I want you to take a look at them. Also take a look at his services. Uh, he is uh, full, you're fully mobile, right, Chris? Yep, yep. yeah, we work uh, anywhere in the world. Where's your Where's your next trip to going to be to? Uh, um, well, I'm gonna be heading out to Los Angeles uh, next okay. week uh, for ABC. And then um, we've got uh, a lot of stuff we do actually in the area. You know, we're fortunate to have uh, clients come to us. So we shoot a lot of stuff uh, in, in the St. Petersburg, Tampa Bay area, which we've got mm -hmm. great crews here. We've got great, uh, you know, facilities. So, um, but that's, that's the next thing. And uh, I'll be working on that. And, uh, we'll be back up in Pittsburgh uh, helping out uh, our, our new clients up there, which uh, we'll hopefully have some That's information great. to be able to share with everybody once we get uh, that uh, content together. But uh, very talented designer, and uh, we're really uh, thrilled to be uh, involved with their company. And, um, you know, just continue doing what we do, you know, just helping helping out mm -hmm. uh, as, as the projects come along and uh, being able to get some great results uh, with what we put together. Yeah, and I just want to just want to right before we end off with you, Chris. I just want to throw one more thing out um, out there. Just uh, you know, we're talking about motion pictures. We're talking about Disney. We're talking to all of these different different topics. But um, he also does um, Favreau also do lots of commercial video production. I don't know. I think we mentioned that really briefly. Um, it, so and he does lots of fabulous work within the healthcare industry. So if you are um, within the healthcare industry, uh, large or small, just the impact. Uh, well, you've probably, number one, you've probably seen one of uh, Chris's ads <laughs> in a uh, movie theater, on television screen, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Vimeo. So um, I just want to throw that out there as well. There is a, that opportunity if you are looking to really up your game and the video production side of things. Um, Chris, it has been such a pleasure speaking with you today on the Absolutely. Success to Go podcast. Um, yeah. You've been a fantastic guest. Again, everybody, I want you to listen to uh, Chris. Um, well, listen to him. He's not talking to you. Prevailmultimedia.com is where you can <laughs> learn more about him. Um, but Chris, thanks so much for joining me today. Ashley, thank you so much for having me and uh, much success to you in the coming year. Go, thank you so much, Chris. Um, so anyway, ever guys, we are done here on the Success to Go podcast today. I am super happy that you're able to join us. Um, Chris Wilson was a fantastic guest. Please, we are everywhere. So if you are listening to podcasts, you'll find us there. Make sure to give us a rate, um, give us a star, give us a thumbs up, share us, and of course, subscribe. Till next time, folks. It's Chris Tompkins with the Success to Go podcast.